So a few weeks ago, we were on FaceTime with a good friend of ours from high school when Lila's cousin stopped by. And she was talking to us about a relationship uh, situation that she was in and how she just wanted to just, you know, have someone to talk to. So we actually decided like, hey, you know what? Why don't we just grab the mic and turn this into a segment? So that's exactly what we did. Please don't mind the sound. Uh, we had the microphone next to the phone while we were FaceTiming. So <laughs> the quality is not the best, <laughs> but it was a great conversation. And we definitely wanted to share it with you all. As a group of Latinas from the southeast side of Chicago, we created this platform because, well, we just have something to say. Join us for laughs, cries, the ups and downs, and a little bit of tea. Or cafe. So grab your cafe con canela. Or coffee. And let us be part of your Wednesday mornings. Today we have two very special guests. Ixlili Elizalde, Lila's cousin. Hi, thank Hi. you for joining us. And and we're also joined by our good friend from high school, Raquel Astorga. Hi, Raquel. Hi, ladies. I miss you. It's been so long. I feel like that we have. Talked. It has. It's long overdue. <laughs> yes, it is. So, Raquel. <laughs> so, my friend, where where are you living now? I am currently in Las Cruces, New Mexico, as of September of this year. And you recently, before this, you were staying in Florida, correct? Yes, I was in Orlando, Florida for a little less than two years. Wow. Did you know anybody out there or you were just out there for work? Um, I was out there for work. Um, I really enjoyed it, made a lot of friends. It, just by chance, my cousin actually was uh, living about 30 minutes away. So it worked out nicely. Mm. Lily, it's so crazy to me that you're sitting here with us because I remember you when you were a little baby. <laughs> Not this and time. how would I be like? Mm. What well, would I do? What would okay. I see me do? <laughs> so here's a story that I actually brought up not so long ago. I found an old notebook from high school. And there was no semi-only that used to write back and forth. Wait, I don't know if I was supposed to put this stuff in here, but I couldn't scoop no, it without fine. it. No, it's fine. Okay, because I was like, I couldn't scoop it without Lily it. Lily brought us a bunch here, so we're drinking bunches. Yeah. So it's fine. Nice. So I rem- in, the, in one of the letters, I was like, hey, Lila, so how's your, how, um, I felt so bad yesterday for your cut, for your aunt, because, you know, uh, because you were crying, I guess. So I remember this day. Oh. We, were at, <laughs> we were at Cal Park, and your aunt was, your mom was taking us. And I don't know why she was taking us. Maybe to go watch the boys play soccer. I have no idea. <laughs> why would her mom take us to watch the boys? Yeah, like we would just go to watch them, right? I don't know. Anyway, so we, so, so we went. Or maybe we had ballet. Or no, gymnastics or something. I don't remember. Anyway, the point is she was taking us. We didn't end up getting out of the car because you were crying and crying. What and crying the hell? <laughs> you were crying and your aunt just felt so like. Your mom. Your mom felt so like, so like, like stressed out about it. And it's just like, and I brought it up because I'm like, oh my God, like now as a mom, like I can totally see that. Like my kids have done that. You know, my kids have thrown tantrums and it's just like, what do you do? You know, you just get back in the car and go home, you know? <laughs> and I just felt so bad for her. Um, but yeah, that's the memory that I remember. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't that's what I remember. No. Oh my gosh. Help yourself to some homemade cookies. So we got ponche and cookies today because, you know, 
the diet starts oh well Lilo's diet already started but the diet for me starts on uh, don't first. remind Raquel because she's just gonna roast me on this diet <laughs> stop yes. how, Lila, how is that diet going we all want to know give us an update how's this diet going girl I am down two pounds you thank you very much good job good two job. pounds <laughs> good job it's better than going up two pounds Girl, he loves. Oh, great. Just be quiet. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Did you make it? My mom made it. Mm. So good. I'm glad you like it. See? And I just had a memory of her mom, and she and she made us porche. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to tell my mom she's going to laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay, ladies. So, how was your Christmas? I guess I can go first. Um, My Christmas was... Just like, eh, different. Guess, yeah, very different. Um, I don't know. To be honest, like I don't mean to like bring like a, a down mm -hmm. vibe on everything, but it felt really grim, mm -hmm. you know, because there's been a lot of deaths with families, um, with like a lot of close friends of mine, mm -hmm. and not being able to do what we usually do, see a lot of my family. I've been able to see a handful, but obviously mm -hmm. not the same way. So, yeah. but and you guys are so used to doing the whole family thing, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Definitely has to take a toll yeah but other than that it was pretty okay just so you guys know i have cookies i mean i have cucumbers which ooh, which ooh. i'm choosing to eat instead of the cookies thank Good you very job. much it's only because they, they've been in my fridge for a minute so before that before they go bad and i have to throw them out i was like i'll cut them <laughs> pretend to be healthy today that's good, it's good. Yeah. That's honestly the only way I eat vegetable soup, unless they're like cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Honestly. Like, my husband gets mad because I buy the, the, the already cut up, cut mm. up fruit. My husband's like, if you buy me a watermelon and a pineapple, it's going to sit there until I'm forced to cut it because I hate mm -hmm. cutting it. But if it's already there, it'll be gone in like a day or two. Mm -hmm. We'll eat it. Yeah, so we appreciate mm -hmm. that, Lila. Thank you. Oh, you're Good welcome. Job, you're welcome. <laughs> I wish you were here to taste it, Raquel. You'd be so uh, proud okay. of me. Hate, hey, I'm proud of you, but I hate cucumbers. Oh, <laughs> damn. So, Raquel. So, you, you don't even eat. You're limited to what you can eat, and you don't like the stuff that you can eat? Girl, I'm picky. Everybody's picky. I'm a picky vegetarian. I do not like cucumbers, ever. Hey, really? I, I feel love cucumbers. that. I feel mm -hmm. that. When I, so, Raquel, so, this is me accidentally talking. I don't know if you could see me, but... When I started trying to be vegan or vegetarian, the only thing I ate was mm -hmm. fries for like the first month. Cause I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to eat. I was like, what? Is this stuff? Like, I don't want to eat vegetables. Vegan. What? But I'm like, but even then, do you do you have to watch like what what kind of oil they use to cook them, or you would now? Or when you're vegan, for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. When you're vegan, I think there's so, obviously. For me, being vegan. Whenever it is really hard, whenever other people are making food, it doesn't bother me. I enjoy it. But for instance, right now during Christmas, I love tamales. But unless I know who's making them, I can't just buy them right. from the grocery store or from another person because typically it's um, pork lard that's used to yeah. make tamales. So, so I know at home we make them with vegetable shortening because those yeah. are the ones that I'm gonna eat. My aunt, my aunt knows I'm. Um, vegetarian slash vegan most of the time so she's like oh you want some sweetie cuantas docenas quieres and we'll i'll go ahead and make those yeah. specifically for you yeah. and in my family okay. it's hilarious because my sister is gluten-free my brother is keto and i'm vegan so oh, okay. oh, my <laughs> God. to accommodate everybody oh, is 
a freaking chore. Salad. So my mom's like, all right, specify exactly what you want, and I'll make that for you. Mm -hmm. Is your mom vegetarian? No. Hmm. I mean, just because no, for as long as I've known you, mm -hmm. you've been vegetarian. Yeah. So that's yes. the only reason why I asked. Right. Like, yeah. Or is it your dad? Or yeah, how did that happen? So my parents got on a health kick when I was younger. We've always been vegetarian, but like my dad's always been very health conscious. So after my mom remarried, she started cooking for her now husband and he eats meat. So slowly my mom started eating meat again, you know, because she cooks for him. So, Lily, um, I know you didn't grow up vegetarian. Mm -mm. So, like, how did that happen for you? And is your mom vegetarian? Or how does that work at home? Like, you just cook for yourself? So, <laughs> like, so I guess I could start with how I started. So, I've always eaten meat. Like, anything that my mom would make me, anything, anyone, I would just eat it. Um, but then I had a partner at one point. We both discovered, like, we started learning about veganism. And we, we liked it. We liked mm. the idea of it and the philosophy of it all. But I was like, okay... Sure, I'll be. I'll try to be vegan, but I'm gonna just you know step by step because I can't just cut it all off. And then I realized meat, the, like the the white meat and the red meat, wasn't that hard to cut off because I didn't even re eat it that much as I thought I did. Um, so that was easy. And then I just stuck with fish, and I just never moved from there. Like I just okay. stuck on there. Okay. I'm okay with that. So right now, that's you do eat fish then. Yeah. Okay. But that's good. That's good to you know. Yeah. Incorporate cheese. I mean, I know I've done. I've done it. I've tried to do it. I've done it for like, I think the most is four months. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say maybe last year, right after the new year, I did. I tried to to do vegan. I did vegan for like a month, which was really really hard. But then I did do vegetarian. That was just because I was trying to like lose weight, and I did lose weight. Um, but I I don't eat. I, I'm not a big meat eater. I I, I eat it out of convenience. Um, I but I'm not a big meat eater. I, it's more the condiments. I love condiments. Like, so when when I eat chicken fingers, I'm more looking forward to like the buffalo sauce and the ranch, you know. <laughs> or when I'm eating garnitas, it's I mean, it's the fucking grease which is bad. <laughs> um, but like the, the chile, the chile that I, the salsa, you know, that's oh, what I, I look see. forward to. Even like tamales, like I'm not a big tamale. Eater. Like if the tamales like has nothing on it, I'm not gonna eat it. Like I want it. With sour cream and the salsa, you know. So I'm just a, I'm I'm so I love condiments. And I love meat. <laughs> like, <laughs> the meat for the meat. <laughs> yeah, like I think Raquel, when I was in Florida, what did did you give me like vegan or vegetarian chicken nuggets or something like that? And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, it's not the sauce doesn't do it for me. I want the actual meat. Like I love red meat. I'll eat chicken too, but I love red meat. So Raquel. How was your Christmas? Thank you, Leela. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> so, my Christmas was very awkward. I have a lot of family, and um, we typically meet up for one of the holidays. I have a family spread across the entire United States, and um, we make an effort to at least see each other for one holiday. So, this year, my sister had a baby. Um we decided to get together after Thanksgiving like to be there for her. But how does Christmas hold on, Christmas is terrible because I had a virtual holiday. Being such a big having such a big family and not being around anybody was awful. Heck yeah. I felt like a terrible isolation yeah. because 
thankfully I was with my boyfriend, but it was just him and I. Mm-hmm. I have a huge family. Yeah, I definitely wasn't not able the same. to see the kids. Mm-hmm. No. So we did get to spend some time on video and I got to see everybody for about 10, 15 minutes because everybody's actively doing something for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that time, but not being present, not being around, just really affected like emotionally and mentally in a different Mm way. It was very much a virtual, virtual Christmas, but very, very sad either way. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. what you said, like you didn't want to, you don't want to be negative, but it's really hard to be positive in this situation. I think you know? it's important to acknowledge mm-hmm. the negative feelings that we feel. Like, yeah, oh, for sure. You know, we don't have to bypass every every negative thing that we feel. I mm-hmm. think it's important to be. You know yes. what? We had a bad time. You know, and it's okay to say that. So yeah, Raquel, I totally feel you on that one. Um, with us, yeah, again, it's it, even even though it was our just our intermediate family for the past couple of years, what? we have a nice, decent sized intermediate family. You know, so it yeah. just felt. I've never seen anyone eat a Reese's like that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, what is she doing? <laughs> this dope <laughs> I've been eating like since I was little. Are you too little? <laughs> That's why they have the intent for you to do that. Look at it. See? Yeah, yeah, I do see That's that. That's not why they in the intent. She ate hers the same way Lily ate hers. Like, <laughs> I've never seen that before either. Oh my god, for real? I'm gonna have to do a TikTok on this then. <laughs> like, who else does it? Yeah, let's see who else does it. It's like a little bit of like, yeah, it's COVID, but then it's also we are getting older and things are gonna start changing. I think moving forward, as far as with us, you know. Yeah. Um, as families expand, mm-hmm. like things are gonna be changing. Yeah. Yeah, logistics are ridiculous. Having to plan with so many mm-hmm. different individual families. Mm-hmm. Like, we have one, two, three. Man, yeah, you have a lot of siblings. Yeah, both my sisters and their kids. My brother just got married in October. Aww. Myself and, and my boyfriend. And then my little sisters have been, for my dad's second marriage, have been spending the holidays with us, which is great. Mm-hmm. But coordinating everybody and their significant others and other families, it's it's fun. It's a and challenge. Especially because you guys are, are, like you said, you're you're not just in one area, state or one area yeah. or two areas. It's two. It's multiple. So. Yeah. 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 We're in New Mexico, hard, Texas, and, and California, right? <laughs> yeah, New Mexico, Texas, Texas, and California. So before COVID, how did y'all get together? Like, where did they would y'all pick just, a spot? I think she they said. would just pick a holiday and they all. You guys would go to Lupe's house. Um, yeah, we would go to Lupe's because she has a larger family, so it was harder for her to travel with little ones. So we would all meet in Austin, and one holiday is for our family, and then we let the other holiday for them to spend with their spouses, families, or however they choose. So we would alternate between Christmas and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and yeah, we would show up. And it was like, Yesenia says that she has a good size immediate family. I have about 25 people yeah. in my immediate Raquel family. Yeah, has a big, huge family. Yeah, That's so cool. like, my niece has, my oldest niece has three kids. She has 20. She's like a family oh, of her own. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so, they're small. They're yeah. small kids, right? What? Are, how old is her? Oldest? Oh, yeah. The her oldest is four and the twins just turned two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, ago. they're busy. Yeah. So they're all over. So cute. So Lily. 
how, like COVID, okay, obviously we know the effect it had on holidays, but like, what about everyday life? What about dating? Are you like, yeah, how is it? How is it dating? Oh my gosh. So I remember when quarantine, the shutdowns first started, like in March, um, I remember I was like, dang, you know, I'm bored. I'm just in the house all day doing nothing and, you know, trying to keep myself occupied. So I thought it was a great idea to get on Tinder and start that. Of all apps, <laughs> Of all apps. Yeah. Well, out Jesus of all apps. Oh my part God. Of me, a lot of people were like, well, what, what's the what's the use? Getting on there and then you're not going to meet up with anybody. You so can't, like, right. Right. So I was like, you know what, whatever. It doesn't but really maybe that either. makes it a little easier. Because there's no pressure in having to meet up. That's true. So you're just there para coquetear and that's yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> the fun part of it. That's, you know? Shit. Right. So that was my idea of it. So, yeah. It, and it's definitely true what they say that girls have it easier on Tinder than they do. Like oh I gosh. guess like girls got way more matches than guys do. But whatever. That's that. And then that's how I met my first girlfriend on there. Oh, wait. So I didn't even know you're dating. You're dating... The, the same sex? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I was the whole time I was thinking, yeah, men, whatever, but hey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, yeah, for this year in general, this year was like my first uh, time exploring that side of myself. I okay. didn't really know that much about that, about mm-hmm. myself, because I've always, uh, in the past, I've always had a lot of really long relationships with men. So then mm-hmm. I never really had the chance to like, well, because, do anything about because you are taught from very little that that's what it is it's me yeah it's female. normalized it's right normalized. like it's yeah exactly. <clears throat> so then i get i had my chance to do it and then why not like right here mm-hmm. we're in tinder quarantine you know like why not try and then uh so one of my this one girl that i was talking to we were just facetiming all the time and that's what it was we didn't expect anything more and then i guess like two months talking on video which at first was really honestly really weird to have a date on video right yeah. like how <laughs> strange you know it was just like oh hey you know small talk over the fucking video is weird oh we can't well because it, you, you could you no, could say bad words yeah. i'm sure it is because i hate facetiming people that i do know so imagine imagine yeah. Yeah. and you're trying to look cute for a yeah, video it's, it's like so it's strange yeah. it's so weird but thankfully you know uh, me and this girl we were talking it was fine like months we were doing it for two months and then we were like Oh, should we like meet up? You know, just like very safe. You know, we still had our masks mm-hmm. on and everything, so it was definitely out of the ordinary <laughs> in a lot of different ways. But it was still, it was kind of starting to get nice. So I think our first date was by the Chicago River Walk. So Aww. that was cool. We had All our right. masks on, and yeah. So that was basically in a nutshell mm-hmm. how it was for me. So you guys still dating? No, we oh, no? actually oh, okay. ended things mutual. Okay. That's well, that's good. That I mean, I guess they had the pros of dating. Uh, Female is that you guys are, I'm guessing, both at communi- good at communicating? Because I don't know. I feel like women can communicate better with women. Yeah. No? <laughs> oh, I guess not. I mean, yeah. yeah. I I think it's, it depends on the person, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, I think we want to generalize. Like, oh, it's easier. Mm-hmm. For me, in my experience, I think it's been that way. Because there's only been my first year really yeah. dating women. but And I was trying to differentiate. Like, oh, how is it different? Is there any differences? And so far, for me... I think it's been easier to be more open, more mm-hmm. like uh, communicative. But who knows? Everyone has yeah. different. Communication, for me, in my opinion, maybe my personality, I'm not as good as communicator, but my boyfriend is phenomenal. Mm. If he wasn't as proactive about communicating and having online dates and, you know, just 
video chatting, like you said, in general, I don't think we would have survived the pandemic. I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident we would not have survived the pandemic. So, yes, I was that girl dressed up for video chats. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of online video dates. We uh, toured a museum, which was amazing. We did uh, watched a couple of movies. Movie nights, I remember you saying that. Like together yeah. online? Aww. Yeah, so we would watch the same movie and then um, have each other on video chat. So, you know, in case you want to ask questions or, you know, some kind of commentary, we were in each other's presence, so heard, um, so to say. So it worked out really nicely, um, but let's be real. It, it was awful. I didn't get to see my boyfriend for six months. Wow. Yeah. Um, Long-distance relationships are tough and stressful. Um, we would see each other every month, every other month. But once the pandemic hit, um, he's immunocompromised and he has a son. So he didn't mm. want to take any risk whatsoever. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah, of course. Except, mm. you know, like, I hated it. I yeah, respected sure. it, of course. But it, it was miserable. It was Emotion, miserable. I mean, time, you're already like, emotional because yeah. of the pandemic. <laughs> and now that, like... You don't have your boyfriend there to comfort you. It's like, fuck, I hate this shit. Yeah. Oh, oh. I would I would throw a fit. Literally, I was like, I don't even have a boyfriend. Mm. How long <laughs> were you guys dating? What, what do I have you for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you guys dating before you moved, moved to Florida? Um, a month. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, we were talking for a couple, a couple months before. Um... I flew out for the interview to California. Um, I got the job on the spot. I came back and I told him, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. He's like, why? I'm like, I'm moving in a month. And he was, he was and is <laughs> very thoughtful in that. He's like, look, do you have somebody else in mind? No. He's like, do you want to try to make it work? He's like, I like you. I see this going somewhere. He's like, I know you like me, so... If it doesn't work out, at least we gave it our best effort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sure enough, we've made it this far. I am so happy that he had the wisdom <laughs> to <coughs> keep moving forward. Oh, that's wonderful. And how long, how long have you been back in New Mexico? Um, I've been back in New Mexico in September. We've been together. Next month will be two years. Um, it's a really good way to get to know someone when you're at a distance because the physical challenges um, early on in the relationship are eliminated. So you genuinely get to know the person. Um, With that said, now that we've been together almost two years, I feel that I've actually been around him like if it was an eight-month-long relationship because, you know, now going to the grocery store together or, you know, interacting with his son – and it's not that these things are bad. You just learn to interact and in- incorporate that other person into your life, into your day-to-day life. Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. Oh, but I got to do this with my son. Okay, so I'll see you tonight at 9. Or I won't see you at all tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Whatever the case may be. Those little logistics, those little day-to-days, how you get frustrated or pissed, that's all new to me. We're We're going through it now because... I wasn't around for the first year and a half. So that's it's definitely yeah. a challenge. Yeah. It's it's hard because out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. One. 
two, yeah. when you're mad, you don't want to talk to the person, and it's easy just to ignore the person's call. Yeah, that's so true. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I am very much of that temperament because if I'm mad at you, I don't even want to look at you, much less have a conversation. Mm. I'll let you know when I'm ready, but I'm not ready. And like I said, he is definitely more patient and has... I have leveled up in my communication skills because he's like, okay, let's talk about this. Like, no. And I just went in onto the phone. That was early on. And I mean, it's progressed from there. And thankfully now that I'm here, I mean, we'll video chat and he lives five minutes away from my house. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, you know, like that is one thing that I'm, I'm very, very grateful for. But this pandemic has, has complicated things because even now, for instance, Today we're spending time together. It's a date, but all we're doing is driving. <laughs> Our date is driving around. Not really getting out anywhere, just driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the quality time, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I liked what you said about, um, you know, eliminating the physical aspect of the, I mean, and I know that you didn't purposely did it, right, just because of the circumstances that you weren't there, but it really does amp the intimacy. Like, you do get to know them sooner, or you do get yeah. to know, I don't know, it, it, I think that was really true when you, when you said that. It was very true. Definitely. Sometimes you, early on, you are attracted to the person, of course. Um, you want to spend time with the person, and you want to get to know them, but the physical aspect definitely takes precedence. And now you're like, what are your goals in life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you start talking about, hey, what do you value? What do you prioritize? What do you want to do? You know, and the next two years, you know, so it's it's not a choice like you said, but it's definitely something positive and beneficial overall. So I know, um, like, okay, so I went to go visit Raquel during the pandemic, you know, because my flight was cheap to Florida. Um, <laughs> We were safe, you know, I wore my mask, whatever, but on the way back, yeah, like, I had to COVID test, you know, mm -hmm. um, but not just for work or myself, but, like, you know, just for everyone, yeah. and I, I don't, I'm not going to refer to anybody as a significant other. Um, my entanglement, same thing, was, like, I need to see your results before I see you, exactly. because, again, the same thing, like, you took that big risk, Yeah. you know, <clears throat> and then, like, Raquel, like, for... Well, it wasn't a holiday. The beginning of the month when your sister had had her baby, the same thing. You traveled to Texas, and then when you came back, did you have to get COVID tested before you saw Bill? Yes, of course. And I was upset because you're absolutely right. You don't do. I'm I'm working from home, thankfully, and I'm not really interacting with anyone else. And in Austin, I didn't go anywhere. I was home helping my sister, literally helping her and with the baby. Um, but when I got back. I signed up to have my COVID test, and my boyfriend would not come near me. <laughs> Within eight feet. He's like, I am not going to go to your house. I'm not going to hug you. I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not going to touch you until you get your um, results. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Were you bratty, <laughs> were you bratty about it, though? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm fine. Yes. I have no, no symptoms. Kidding. Come and love me. I Exactly. Exactly. Right. I was pissed. I was pissed because he would come by and he'd have like these little dates. He'd bring a, buy a bottle of wine and he would put a cup really far away, put his mask back on, and he'd step, like eight feet away. He's like, "Cheers, my love." And I'm 
I'm looking at him like, boy. Fuck you. About to bite your head off. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in retrospect, it was really sweet. I know that he wanted to, to spend time together. But it's it's annoying as hell. You know, it's frustrating. Like, I'm not sick, bro. Right. But, you know, that's, that's not enough. That's and honestly... When I went to Austin, it wasn't as bad because I anticipated his response. He had already told me that before. But when I moved back from Florida, I hadn't seen him in almost seven months. Over six months, almost seven. Like That had weeks. to be rough. Hell he yeah. didn't pick me up from the airport. He would not come near me. <clears throat> he, didn't, he didn't even want to be in the same general vicinity. He's like, not only did you travel on an airplane, He's like, you lived in a hot state, and you were not sitting still, <laughs> which all were true. I was all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah going she to was. Disney, I was going to the beaches, I was going to Universal, like, I was still going out to eat. All Way to things. be safer, Cal. But, no, no, I'm being <laughs> honest. I would wear my mask, I would be careful, but that's obviously not enough. So I did take the test, he did make me wait, it's just me being, what did you call it? Me being bratty. Bratty. Genuinely, mm-hmm. I was being a brat. Yeah. It's so hard to, right, and right when you're around, like, your significant other or around other family members even, like, it's hard not to be in that yes. physical connection with them. So, and for now, like, for the greater good or, you know, for health reasons, we have to not do that. But like, come on, just give me a hug or come on, just give me mm-hmm. a kiss. And it's, it hurts once they're like, no, mm-hmm. I can't, like, <laughs> no, get the fuck away from me. Like, yeah. And it, it does hurt, of course, so. With you and dating, I mean, is this something that you have to regularly do then? You know, do you have to test? I mean, are you dating right now? I am like, dating right now, but like, okay, let's say in a norm, like in a world where there's no COVID, you know, it's obvious. I don't have to do as much, right? Like, you, could, mm-hmm. if I were, if I were to, who knows if I would even would have been on Tinder if it wasn't for COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. I was never really interested in it, and I just did it for the heck of it. So, let's say in a world where I wasn't in Tinder and there's no COVID, like. I would be out in the bars or I would be here with my friends. I would go to the clubs. Like, that's how I would normally date Mm -hmm. around. But now COVID happened. And now if I want to meet up with anyone, which, you know, I had recently, like, we were, I was like, look, like, to be honest, holidays are coming up. We're probably going to make more contacts. And you probably are too. You don't don't have to answer to me. You know, like, Mm. we're just getting to know each other. But you're probably going to see people. I know I'm going to probably see more people. So let's do COVID testing and then, like, whatever, anything else. You know what I mean? So. So that, so that alone, that's extra step alone. I don't feel like doing that three, uh, what, three other times if yeah. I'm gonna, see, if I'm gonna right. date more people around. So I was like, it's, I, I it ended sucks. up being it's frustrating. I, yeah, I ended up being like exclusive to this person who I'm not trying to be exclusive to, and we both know that we're like, and it's weird because and the conversations are like, hey, are you by any chance seeing other people? Uh huh. That, pro- that conversation probably wouldn't be happening, but it's true because you're like, okay, yeah. I just want to have an idea. Like, are you, <laughs> if it's cool, do if I have to are, protect myself. Do like, I have to write, do you have to regularly get COVID tests? Do I have to regularly, like, mm-hmm. and it just definitely adds another layer to like casually dating. But now it's, um, it's and like out. by default, you guys are becoming exclusive <laughs> because and having that talk. When in reality, it's, it's not so much because you're ready to move on to the next no. level. It's more you just... For health reasons. Yeah, for health reasons. Wow, that's it's interesting. Wild. And this is, yeah, it's definitely, definitely. So It's like the new STD test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Except that who knows if people actually got STD testing before they, when they're dating around. I, I never did. Yeah, and you have <laughs> to... I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't... I mean, I, I got tested when I... When, 
go to the doctor, you know, like, but. You're like, well, I'm here. Why, might as well. I mean, like, well, they have to test you. I think they test you for everything. No, I don't even know what they test you for. No? Well, last time I went for a pap smear, I asked. I was like, do you test for, like, STDs? And they're like, well, not normally unless oh. you ask for it. And I was then like, I oh. guess I've never gotten tested. Because <laughs> I just No, uh, but they do test you, like, when you're pregnant. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, so so you were safe then. So I, was, I was safe when I was pregnant. So I'm good. So on that note, though, I have started to realize that, you know what? I don't want to stay home. I am going to take the precautions. I will get tested. I will wear the mask and the hand sanitizers and the whole stuff. The whole gambit but i am i'm sure every other american is at this point i'm tired of being home but well, girl, what are you talking about? Like you've a only caged cat. You've only been home a caged cat since September. Yeah. Because in Florida you lived you lived your best life. <laughs> the heck you mean? I did. I know so my sister's in Florida. Right. And that's why this is so much work. Oh, I can see that. I can was see close. Cuz I went from She's where we you know, were at back in uh, May and June. But you can Yeah, you could do stuff to like the whole city has shut down. Stores are not open. Restaurants are not open. Where you're, gyms are not open. In, where you're at? Cruises. Okay. Yes. Mm. So, like, I don't... Yes, I want to stay home. Yes, I want to be safe. My boyfriend is precautious enough for the both of us. Um, but I have absolutely no choice. Like, I like to go hiking. I like to be in the outdoors. Mm. I would go to the beaches just to walk, just to run, take pictures, whatever. I go up the mountain. I can't. They're blocked. All the trails are blocked off what do you expect people to do mm-hmm. stare at the wall yeah mm-hmm. walk around the block home for such long periods of time That's and super hard. i walk around the block no i don't think i left my house for like two months straight no but she it, hikes she goes hiking still oh well there you go see yeah but yeah no. but what you were just out yesterday wasn't it christmas day Busting my chops, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you're killing me here, okay, Soph? You're killing me. Um, I was going to read something. Hold on. Fuck, I forgot. But you know what? One thing. Okay, so Lily mentioned dating apps, Tinder, whatever. But I found it interesting that Raquel used Bumble to find friends in Florida. Like, and oh, yeah. they, she made really good connections. Like, these some of these people I was like, what? They're like a glove to her. Like they were just like perfect matches, and I thought that was really really interesting. I've seen that too on TikTok where people are meeting friends and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm ready to like get yeah. that app and and. I've definitely Miss, made, I'm an uh, introvert, but I want to make friends. <laughs> I want to make introverted friends like me. Yeah, I've definitely made friends on Tinder too. Like not all of them are always dates or anything. I need to sure. make friends to make TikToks with. How is Bumble though? Like, I is, think, oh god. Go ahead. I was gonna ask, like, is Bumble like geared it towards making friendships or is it like? I think a they have like a, there's a friend side. Oh, there's a friend side. So you, it's like flipping a switch. You could go in there and say, "Hey, I'm I'm here to make." to date or I'm here to make friends um I wasn't very familiar with it as soon as somebody told me I jumped on it because I have my boyfriend and I had my cousin but both of them were relatively far and I wasn't going to explore the city so it was very convenient because instead of randomly meeting people and getting to know whether or not you guys actually have common interests you're like hey I want to go to all the beaches and go 
wakeboarding. I want to go to Disney. I want to go to Universal. And if you're up for eating and going to comedy clubs, you know, you're my peeps. And it worked out. I'm very happy that to this day, I have friends that they're like, when are you coming back to Florida? You have a place to stay. Like, let's go. I just explored this new Springs that I think that is going to be awesome. When you come down, we're going. Like, that's, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It made my experience in Florida so much better. So much better. I got to see. I'm happy that I was able to see as much as Florida in a short amount of time and also during the pandemic yeah. because yeah. that would have slowed people down. And I decided that it wasn't going to slow me down. So I went all over the place. That's dope. Yeah. Safely. Mm-hmm. As safely <laughs> as you could. Yeah. yeah like... <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I highly recommend um, Bumble, especially for you guys being mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, I tried doing that here in Cruces just as a test. Um, there's always a lot of options. Yeah, exactly. You know where this is going. Yeah. So in Orlando, you had people, all kinds of people reaching out to you. You reached out to a couple of people and see where you lined up. You know, like if you align, great. Here, I was on for a good month. I probably got three people <laughs> that maybe were within the same age range. Not necessarily within the same interest, um, interest, but they're within 30 miles of where I'm at Damn. or 50 miles, which is still terrible. Oh, my god! Because, I mean, you might have one thing in common. So it has to do with the fact that the city is not as technologically inclined. Obviously, there's less people and less people are aware that that's even an option. But I think in like... Well, Las Cruces, isn't that more like, um, like people are not moving there, right? Like they're not relocating to Las Cruces. Like these, the people that live there are people that probably grew up there, right? They were, their families are from there and that's why they're there. Whereas like in Orlando, well, like the friends that I met that you had, none of them are from there. Like they were all, they all just recently moved there. So I think it's easier to make friends that way because it seems like everybody's trying to make friends or there's more people looking to make friends. Whereas in cruises, they're just like, well, no, I have my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. A lot of people either have been here all their life or they're here because of school or the military. Um, mm-hmm. But another very important factor that I noticed is that people here are married and in their families, and which is great. But in Orlando... Regardless of your age range, there's so much going on. You want to share and explore and see all kinds of things, whether it's food, whether it's music, whether it's the beach, amusement parks, nature, you have options. And just the overall mentality of having that culture around you as opposed to here, people like are more, the pace of life is Slower. Yeah. They're not as inclined to do. Well, yeah. If the demographic is like more residential, more family, and older folks, then you're not gonna be able to go. You're not gonna have a lot of nightlife out there, you know. No. (laughs) Exactly. That must be so hard for you. (laughs) Girl, uh, I haven't had this type of culture shock since I left Chicago. (laughs) And how long ago was that? I left in 2000. Wow. So it's been 20 years to the T. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So, so yeah, like, I mean, I've you've been you've been out of Chicago longer than you were in Chicago. Yeah, at this point, wow. I was in Chicago until I was eighteen, and I've been out of Chicago for twenty years. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. It's oh yeah, twenty. Twenty. So, yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I've learned to appreciate the different lifestyles, but it's definitely different. Hmm. That's nice. You see, that's part of me is why I'm scared to like move to a different state because. I mean, it's another city. Because I'm, I feel like I'm a big city girl too. Like, I like the nightlife and all that kind of stuff. But, like, if I go to, uh, obviously, New York, we're going to, we know that's, you know, there's not going to be a problem there. But if I go to another big city, just to, like, you know, see a different environment, explore my options there and see what happens. But, like, what if it sucks there? You know, what if I don't like any, like, the culture, the people, like, the politics, even, because we all know different cities have yeah. different states or whatever mm-hmm. so that is scary to think about go to orlando <laughs> yeah sounds uh, dope <laughs> don't get it started you know what not even orlando i i'm a big city girl i was born in chicago raised in chicago i have adapted to a small city lifestyle and i can appreciate it now but at the heart of hearts i love the big city that's where i was raised and i like having those options and being able to move and do as you please a lot of those things are not as readily available in a small town mm. with that said do your research and definitely re- like venture out is my recommendation whether it's orlando or any other city that you choose it to me i can't recommend it enough that it's worth the move it's worth the inconvenience the experiences that you get the perception of your world changes Mm. with your environment not that it'll be something completely new it may be but just the food the people the concepts the lifestyle the pace of life the music is going to be all different and for me i i thrive on that to me it's so awesome to exchange conversations with people from colombia from the dominican republic Mm -hmm. from you know some guy just moved here from london but his parents are jamaican or, you know, one of my close friends was Ethiopian in Orlando. So it's it was great. It was definitely worth it. And I've lived in San Antonio. I've lived in Austin. I've lived in Orlando. I've lived in Chicago. And also, I've lived in Cruces. So wow. are they all great? They have their good stuff? Well, they have their not-so-good stuff. But I would definitely still go for it. For sure. Yeah. Do it. I mean, you're young. This is the time to do it. That's true. You know, where it's like... You're, you're old enough to take care of yourself, but still young enough that you can, yeah, like, make the changes yeah. and try something new, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, Raquel, do you, like, I don't want to say regret, but do you wish you would have made a move earlier in life? What do you mean? I've been moving since I was, like... Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, like, you've think- been in cruises for a while, and I know that you've always been talking about, like, I want to move. I want to go somewhere else. So, let's say, like, five years ago. Um. Yes, I would have wanted to move sooner, but I also know why I didn't. I don't want to get on a soapbox and talk about it, but mentally, I wasn't there. I was going processing things in my personal life. So, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. And... I am definitely happy that I took the opportunity in Orlando. It was perfect timing. 
So, so what's next, Raquel? I know you said that you live five minutes away from him. Have you guys considered living together in the near future or marriage? Um, yeah, of course we've talked about it. I mean, realistically, we're right around the corner from 40. Um, so it's definitely something that we're looking to do. Um, I personally chose not to um, because even though we've been together for two years, I want to get to know him on this level. Mm-hmm. because I do know him and love him as a person, but, like, how are we getting along? So maybe in the near in the near future, we talked about it next year, see where we're at, definitely thinking about marriage and buying a house together. Um, he's uh, obviously had a prior marriage. He has a 10-year-old little boy, um, which I care about a lot. But, you know, we're... I don't want to say we're going to play it by ear because we're not. We've talked about it and discussed it, but we're taking it one step at a time. Because mm-hmm. all right, let's let's get married, let's buy a house, see about kids. And also, I haven't entirely decided whether or not I want to have kids. Got it. Big big shocker for the, all the Latinas, tias, and grandmas <laughs> that are you know like rolling over and yelling at the moment. Yes, I mean, for real though, what is what did your family say? Because you've always been one to put your career first before starting a family, before settling down and getting married, how it's, you know, I know my mom was so adamant with me, like, you're not getting any younger, you're not getting any younger. But I think that like, in the older generation, Latinos, especially I think Mexicans, I don't want to speak for other, um, other cultures, but... That you're you're brought up that way. That you're brought up that you should get married as soon as you graduate high school or college, whatever, um, and have a man support you and your kids. Uh, so, how does your family take it when you say that you may not want to have kids? Um, that's hilarious because um, I've been conditioning my mom and my stepmom for about twenty years <laughs> that I may not have kids that I might not even have a wedding. Mm-hmm. So initially that made them cry, but now they've accepted it. They're not mm-hmm. okay with it, but they've accepted it. So it's not a shocker to my mom and my stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um, for my aunts and my grandma and my extended family, they didn't know why I wanted to go to college. <laughs> wow. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you want <laughs> education? Oh, okay. What do you mean you're just not going to have a yeah, support you? Right. Why, why do you want to go to college? Like, what, what's the point? Do you want to meet guys there? They're like, that's an expensive so, way to do this. Mija, aquí tengo el hijo de la de la Tere que vive allí. No tiene, está buscando. Exactly. Y tiene buen trabajo, mija. That's true. And my dad is very um very reserved so he doesn't really meddle in my dating life mm-hmm. but after I graduated from college and I started um, grad school my dad's like okay Rachel I do have a friend that has a son <laughs> I'm like dad like really and he's like well I mean yeah like it's it's your choice like, alright I'll meet him just out of courtesy but nothing's gonna happen like point blank I, I don't want to to the point where my aunts are like do you like men? <laughs> She's like, I know you have a long line of men. Why are you being so damn picky? Um, Tia, I don't know where you see this line, 
I'm uh, living my life, and I don't have time to review applications. Yeah. No, I think the worst I mean is when when uh, and this is just for all of us. I think well, at least for me, when you didn't have a boyfriend or you didn't want to, you didn't have a boy that you could present as your boyfriend long term. You know, you just don't want to present anybody. But then they'll be like, "Pero por qué no tienes novio, mija? No estás, you know, estás bonita." Like, I didn't think I was, but thanks. Like now I feel insecure. You know. <laughs> Like, whatever. Um, honestly, I just stopped listening to them. Like, I would give them the courtesy of a smile and a nod, <laughs> but they're just very different generation. For I sure. love my aunts. So respectful of them, but uh, they don't see anything outside. And I'm speaking specifically of my family. I don't want to mm-hmm. offend anybody, but they see that, hey, you are more of a woman and established once you have babies. Yeah, and I did at one point try to explain to them that I didn't need that. That didn't go so hot, so mm. we just left it that way. Mm. I'm not gonna have kids, yeah. and if I decide it, it'll be a surprise to you and me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it's just there's a lot more to life mm-hmm. than having kids, and I say that with a lot of love and respect because. You guys know me. I have a huge family, mm-hmm. and I love those babies like mm-hmm. no one else. Like I love kids. Just I don't have to have one of my own. I just right. give them back to their mom. <laughs> what about you, Lily? Like I know that you said you want to travel or you want to move away or yeah, you know. And now that you are exploring or dating, exploring that side of you where you're dating uh, the same sex again, that's something that. In a Latino traditional home, you don't really talk about, or how did that come across with your family? Um, actually, today I had a very like the similar experience that you had, um, where um, you wanted to be open and open with your family, with your mom and your aunts, or whatever. And I had that today, it happened today, actually. So <laughs> I told, um, I was telling her about something like your mom, yeah. I saw something by passing, like, you know, oh, yeah, because, you know, I told, I think I was like, oh, I told my cousin about that, that I'm seeing women now, right? And I, and t- mind you, I already came out to my mom, man, kind of recently, like, maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't go too hot, but since then, we've been, like, you know, getting together, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, you know, we're cool with each other, right? So I'm thinking, okay, well, that means she's accepted or, like, uh-huh. relatively, okay, I guess, her, yeah. yeah. And then, I, so I mentioned it, she's like, oh. Like, algo le pasó, like, oh, like, this is my <laughs> the first time I told you, like, this is not the first time you're hearing this. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, I thought this was a face of that. You're like, she, she was still in the night. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. So she thought it was going to I feel for your mom. Yeah, of course. And Lilo. I'm like, I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I'm right there with you on bottle. Don't worry. I got you, girl. So, I mean, me, given, like, the... Just the homophobia of it all. Like, we uh-huh. understand that that's part of really ingredient in, in our Mexican-American culture. Like, we understand that that's what it's about. So I'm like, okay, mom, like, I'm trying to go, go easy on her because I know how she feels and where uh-huh. she comes from. But I'm like, mom, like, I, we've been through this, like, a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Like, So that was her second question. Like, so what, you're not going to have kids? And I'm like, well, first off, like, lesbian couples or any other couples, they could have kids. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if I'm going to get married at all, like, mm-hmm. with a man or a woman. I don't know. Like, I'm in school right now. Like, mm-hmm. 
You know, that, that conversation that doesn't bring you? up... I'm sorry. I'm going to be 27. You're going to be 27? 27? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think we said that in the beginning, too. I, I think she might have. Yeah, but I just... I don't know why right now. I was like, are you younger, though? But like, you know what? Like, it's because, like, yeah. Like, I always just see her as little. Like, yeah, same. I don't even I care know. how old she is. That's when, like, the whole tattoo thing, I was just like, how? You're like, fine, you're girl. not even <laughs> of age. Like, what are you talking about? But... It's I I get it. You're grown. Yeah. I mean, but it's yeah, but it's good because yeah, you're right. You you don't know what you're gonna want, and, and it's and, okay. Like you're young, and whatever. Like sure, it is it is like hard to have these conversations, and it's relatively new for both of us in our relationship. But like, ah, I don't know. It's I think it honestly in comparison to other coming out stories and other people who queer people who have to go through this. I think I have a relatively fine, like mm-hmm. pretty good compared to those. So yeah, like your mom didn't kick you out. So you're good. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult conversation, like Lily said, but I'm happy that more people are willing to do so and have been doing it because, especially specifically to the Latin American community, I mean, things need to change. And that's the only way things yes. are going to change. You know, same sex marriages, not having kids. Um, just being open and progressive, regardless of our background, that should be something that we have a choice to do. And of course, we've always had the choice, but the pressure from our family has been ridiculous. I yeah. mean, I don't think I speak just for myself. In general, the Latin American community family has a very high value and input into our lives. Oh, for sure. And then, like, our family, they're super religious, you know? So, like, <laughs> that too. I mean, I like with myself, you know, I was I'm the oldest grandchild and whatever. And then here I go pregnant at 18. Like, yeah, I know, like everybody was just like, oh, my God, she had sex before marriage. And like it was just, you know, them telling everyone else, like, don't be like Lila. Don't have kids before marriage, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I mean, Again, yeah, I was embarrassed the second time around, too. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to tell my grandma that I was pregnant. Never. Never. Like, how how can I disappoint them again? You know, because that's how it was. Like, yeah. a disappointment to them. Um, but you know what? They love my kids. And if I could, if I was younger, I'd probably have 10 more children <laughs> and not be married. And I could care less. Because they love my kids regardless. And yeah. really, that's the most important part. So, like... Yeah, like, whatever decision you choose, like, they're going to love you regardless. You know, of mm-hmm. course, they they get disappointed and they don't hide it. <laughs> but I think, like, I, I don't know. I think, I don't want to, maybe not just Hispanics, but I think Hispanics are very loving people, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think, yeah, I mean, even with, with, with me, um, my, when I first moved in with Eric, oh, my gosh, my mom was like, well, how are you going to do that? And that's. That's a sin. Viviendo con un hombre que cuando no están casados, ese es un pecado. And cómo se va a ver. And right away, she's like, well, I'm going to tell everybody you're married. Like, <laughs> so it's like, she would rather, like, tell people, like, oh, yes, and su marido. But it just sounds better that you get yes, and su marido as opposed to yes, and su novio, you know? So she's like, whatever, man, whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night. Um, but yeah, but like, I mean, I was, I got, I was, I got pregnant when I was, 25 and um i that was like the scariest thing to tell my mom you know like i remember i had my sister tell her like i was sitting at the table and i'm like linda you're gonna have to tell her because i was 
my mom was, was again very religious you know like i was like she's gonna disown me and and um she was very disappointed you know but my sister had to tell her like i was like i can't do it you know but it's just that's quick how it is note. huh what did you say i said quick side note on that story how you're talking about linda had to tell your mom uh-huh. well, <laughs> um obviously guys i don't have kids right but my sisters do um one of my sisters who you can figure it out but i'm yes. not gonna say her name i'm sure we know who you're pregnant. talking about uh-huh. she got pregnant but she was not in my dad's presence. She was in a different city. I was with my dad at the time. We were driving to my grandparents' house. So my sister called to inform my dad that, you know, I'm gonna be a granddad, again. <laughs> so she literally tells my dad within two to three minutes, hangs up, I'm in the car with my dad for the <laughs> next four hours. Guess who got the lecture about it's a sin, you shouldn't be out there, you shouldn't have babies, how could you do this, blah, 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 blah. Um, it was miserable. I was pissed. I'm like, yo, wrong daughter. <laughs> how, you t- how you told your dad um, reminded me of how I t- told my mom this year about whatever, about me being queer, right? And I was, I remember I was also scared and I was like, okay, like, okay, I had, I had a plan about how I was going to do it because I, I had to do it. So I was like, I asked my brother, Javi, and I was like, look, Javi. And mind you, my, my siblings already had been knowing mm-hmm. and they were cool with it, obviously. So I was like, Javi, like, I don't, I just, I just want you to sit at the table. Like, <laughs> like honestly, I don't even need you to say anything. Like, don't just say, sit there just me. sit there. Uh-huh. He's like, he was like kind of disapproving. He's like. Oh, I don't think you're doing it right. I'm not gonna act like I didn't know. Like this and this. And I'm like, bro, you don't even have to. You don't even have to like. Uh-huh. Whatever. Don't do anything. You don't have to do anything. So then he's gonna act all surprised. Like, what? what? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Lily, how could you? <laughs> and that's the funniest part because when I told her, when my mom was like obviously distraught, like obviously uh-huh. upset, Javi's like, oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was like, hmm, what they don't know. And you have a lot of siblings, right? Oh yeah. So how many do you have? To do total. For my mom and dad. There's four of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's three girls and one boy. I am the middle girl. Mm-hmm. Um, from my dad, um, he has nine children total. All so, girls. Yeah. All girls and one boy, right? That's wild. One boy. He has That's eight crazy. daughters and one son. <gasps> that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And with my mom, thankfully my mom only has us four. That's it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, my dad started early, so my sisters are older. My nieces and nephews and my nieces have gotten married and have kids and so on and so forth. So I have a large, immediate family. Mm. Wow. So and you cool. have a blended family as well, right, Lily? Yeah, um, with my parents, it's me and my brother. I have two half-siblings and three, two stepsisters. And then on their side of the family, they have three other siblings, which it would be weird not to count them as siblings either. So I'm like, yeah, just all of us. <laughs> like, we're all just siblings, mm-hmm. even though. So yeah. how many total? So three, four, five, six, seven. No. No, oh, yeah. Three. You got three. Three, four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven eight. And the ninth. Eight. Nine. Nine I'm total, yeah. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So my 
magic number. <laughs> and this is, I mean, like, and it, exp- well, that explains, but I guess it, like, you kind of get why you want to have kids, because it's like, you come from a family, mm-hmm. a big family, you know, even though it's, like, all extended or whatever, um, but I know, like, us growing up, like, we were always really close. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know I want that for my kids, but I just, I can't deal with the struggle of raising children and that's why I didn't have more um I mean it's hard yeah but I I think if I thought it was easier or if I can cope better Mm -hmm. I probably would have I would have loved to have 10 kids but it's I don't want to go through 10 teenagers no thank you (laughs) and that's exactly it like I want a big family too like I want a lot of kids if I think the least that I want to have is three. But who knows? But once I have my first kid, who knows? What if, yeah. like, this is it. This is all I want. But, you know, I, like, I, my, there. I would just, my recommendation is if you could do it back to back, do them back to back. Because you don't know what you're expecting. You don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to be when they're seven years old. And you're well, teaching, getting them to learn yeah. how to read. And you're struggling with that. So that's how it was, like, with me. Because Lewis was seven. And he was a baby. And there were times that we would just sit at, I would sit at the table crying. Because... I'm yelling at Lewis for not getting his work. Then he starts crying. Then this one's in the swing crying. And then I'm crying. And we're just all there crying because I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this damn kid didn't take a troop on. He, he didn't, nothing. Like, nothing comforted him. You had to pick him up and walk him around. And, and it was just like, but how can I do that when I'm focusing on this one? And then he's crying because I'm yelling because he can't read the word the. It's just a mess. It's a mess. So it's like, no, I don't want to do this again. Like. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I always wanted six kids. I always wanted six kids. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, just because of the same thing. Like, I liked growing up with a lot of siblings, and I liked growing up with, you know, in a big family. And, and even now, like, it's a lot of us that, like, our our Christmas was so small, you know? So it's just, like, it makes me sad because it's like, oh, but. And you're just I, looking at your husband. We should make, we should have we a should baby. Have more, but he's so <laughs> done. He's so, like, he refuses to give me any more, so. I'm going to have to offer a differing opinion. Uh, right. I love my family. I love the big family, and that makes me not want to have kids. Right. But I think that be, I think because you because we don't need any. Yeah, I think there's so many babies. Mm-hmm. My family, like I love the kids. There's so many, like, and I love them all. But me having kids or not having kids, my mom's not gonna be like, oh, it's the end of the world. She still tells me, hey Rachel, I want you to have a child. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I think, I you know what? That makes sense to hear it that way because even you having so many babies in your family, she wants you to have your kids. And I think that goes a lot with what womanhood means. Womanhood yeah. has a lot to do where because, it consents with like being a mother. And yeah, because what about, hey mom, what about like this education that I got? What about all these degrees? Like, how about I want to go for my PhD? Like, no. She's no. I do want to go for PhD. Have babies. No, that's not the point. Okay, so that's what the concept that I mentioned earlier. Our mentality as Latin American women mm. is evolving. You are not validated as a female by having children. Mm. If you so desire to extend your family, by all means, do that because it's important. As family is important. You want children, do it. But if you decide not to have children, that's also perfectly okay. Your, your validity as a female it's not very based on you having children. And that's the point that I'm making. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like kids. I love family. I truly tell you we do. But I'm not going to sit here and question who I am because I don't have children. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm complete as a person, period. And a lot of Latin American women that have an older mentality see it. That perception is what they're continuing to project. Absolutely. So that, yeah, I think in your circumstances, it really makes that much clearer. You know, she's worried, your, your mom's probably worried about like, oh, maybe she's not going to be fulfilled as a woman or, you know, she, does, she doesn't know until she actually has a kid, you know, like, and that's not okay because we got to believe when women say they don't want kids, like not everyone's supposed, like not everyone's going to have kids and that's okay. All right, Raquel, well, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a blast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Um, I'm glad we got a chance to reconnect, and really, it was so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yes. All right, ladies. It was good chatting. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, bye. bye. I'm going to hate it. Bye. Okay, ladies. Well, it was really, really nice to chat, and um, I'm glad you came on. I think you've been our youngest guest. Oh, really? Right? I think so. No. How old is, how old is Carissa? 32. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think you've been our youngest guest. What are <laughs> what are some things that you would like to hear more about? Like, because being a younger listener, um, I think the dating stuff is always in- and relationship stuff is always mm-hmm. really interesting to hear. Relationship, even when you're like in marriage, yeah. Um, communication styles. I think that's the, what I like to tend to listen to. Relationship stuff. And you know what? It, you're right. I think that it's good to talk about them because. We're so dependent on social media right now that we just assume we know how people's relationships are based on that. Yeah. But, like, me personally, like, I rarely post emo- relationship stuff on social media. So, uh, on social media for that reason. Yeah. Because I feel, I feel like if I, if I start posting things, then when I'm not, people are going to assume that we're, like, fighting or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to post when we're fighting because I know we're going to be fine you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's just like it's it's like you you, yeah very you you be you tend to be very quiet about your relationship because you don't want to be judged or you don't want people to judge you when in reality it's like i think it helps to be able to discuss the ups and downs that people go through are you still recording right now yes yes oh oh i didn't yeah 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 why do you want to say something something? yeah you're present. Yeah. You already jumped in it. I didn't know. <laughs> okay, Lila. Continue the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you said. Well, how we should have more conversations about our relationships. I know you you, you don't really like to talk about your entanglement, but it's, hey, I mean, I, you guys have your ups and downs. You know, I'm sure that it's sometimes good for people to hear that not everybody. Yeah, I mean, it is, is because it is a different type of relationship uh-huh. because yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking for, like, a full-time relationship. Um, and that's something important to discuss as well. Like, you don't have to um, yeah. be living with a guy at our age. I think when, when we get to our age, people just expect, well, if you're in a relationship, why aren't you living together? Or why aren't you guys planning for marriage already? Right, right away, right. people want to marry you off. You know, it's like, it's okay <laughs> to just be. Kids. Yeah, it's okay to just be. And you're not really dating because COVID, you know, so you're not really dating now, you know? Yeah, because you're kind of limited to where you can go. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, like, mine works for me because it's really part time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really part time because I don't. Mm, it's not that I don't have the time to date. I don't want to make the time yeah. to date. Like, and you have kids. Right. Like, I, right now, I would rather, you know, my last 
long, my last relationship ended five years ago and being in that relationship was really challenging because it was like, it was hard to be a girlfriend and a mom because it's like, you know, a boyfriend always expects to be number one, but then your kids are number one. So it was really hard to make them both number one. And like, right. And I couldn't. And it was like, somebody gets screwed over. There were times where I had to tell this guy like, no, I'm sorry. My kids have a game. We can't hang out today. Or there are times I was dragging my kids like, yes, we're going over there. Shut the fuck up. Don't cry. We're going to be there. You guys can sit down and watch a movie because I wanted to spend time. So you know what I'm saying? Like, it was very hard and it's not something that I want to deal with right now. So I just feel like, you know, right now my kids, they don't need me like. They don't even sit and talk to me and watch movies, but they know I'm here. You right, know, like, right. I'm always, I'm always present for them, for whatever they need. You know, like, I'm always here. Oh, unless I'm working, of course, obviously. But, yeah, so I'm, I am okay with not having anything serious. And in my mind, I'm like, when Alex is 18 at 43, I'm going to live my best life. You know? <laughs> because technically, like, I mean, when you're younger, when you're, like, in your 20s, you think like 40s. Oh my God. I better be established yeah. and married and settled down. But now that I'm 38 and I'm like, no, nah, 43? Girl, I'm going to live my best life. Like, I don't need to get married yeah. until I'm closer to 50. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, no, I have yeah, kids, so I'm not planning on having any more children. Think about it. You're going to be with this, with this person for the rest of your life. Right. You Another 40 years. Like, maybe I'm going to be yeah. 90. I'm, I'm going to live till 90. That's 40 years that I got to deal with somebody. So, like, you know, and I was just having this conversation today with a friend of mine um, about people ending relationships because it's, like, they're more scared. Like, no, how can I? I don't know how I'm going to get by day to day without his presence, without him helping me with children or helping me financially. Whereas in my situation, I don't know how I'm going to incorporate someone into my life. Like, I can't imagine somebody coming in here like, this stuff has been on your coffee table for weeks and like (laughs) and like it's my house you know it's my house they're my kids i do things my way or if somebody tried to come in and tell me about my spending my money or whatever like no i I, that would be a struggle and that's what i'm kind of like i'm good i'll just i'll just wait which which i'm sure when you meet the right person at the right time that you are willing to to part cope coincide with i guess you could say or cohabitat cohabitat with, with then you would both make changes and um and that'll be okay with you but if hey you know, yeah like, you know, like i mean for all you know i mean maybe you guys will buy your your house together you yeah. know you guys can rent this out or whatever you know what i mean yeah like um, i'm open for it but i'm just kind of like man eh, not in a rush it's kind of right. just like and that's okay i'm yeah. okay like i i'm you know i want to sit down and watch whatever i want to watch without having somebody come and be like well i don't want to watch this you know <laughs> or i'm going to be in the room watching what i want to watch while you sit out here because then it's like you might as well be one of my children who don't sit and talk to me. Like, I don't care. It's it's not something that I'm not rushing into. You know, I'm I'm okay with where I'm at. You know, it's it's Absolutely. fine. It doesn't seem like your life is has room for that right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to invest in something like that. Mm. And what you got going on is seems pretty okay. Yeah, Working I mean, for it, you, yeah, it works for me. Fair. You know, so it's like yeah, everybody. Everybody's relationship is mm-hmm. is different. Our friend Karina just showed up out of nowhere right now. I would love to say, love to join in on the conversation. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Karina. Hey, Thank you thanks. for joining us. 
with you, Corinne, I mean, you have no kids and you guys right. are dealing with your boyfriend. So right. you get to enjoy the couple one on one time. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> like, I do enjoy living with him. I do like it. Don't get me wrong. And I've gotten so used to it. And I've learned to do many different things since I've been with him. You know, I didn't know how to cook. Did I want to learn how to cook? No. (laughs) My mom cooked for me. My grandma cooked for me. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Now, living with this man, I got to do everything. But you enjoy it. Oh, no, I do. Yeah. I do. Don't get me wrong. I do. And that's part of me that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. Uh Uh-huh. Because I do like cooking sometimes. Not all Uh the time. But I do it, you know, Uh because we need to eat. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, He does help. Sometimes with the cooking, but it's mainly my responsibility and mm-hmm. like the cleaning and stuff like that, which I don't mind. But it w- it did take me into a direction I didn't think I was ever going to go into. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. see myself as a you know, I don't want to call myself a housewife, but kind of like that, Susie you know, maker. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, no, I, I didn't want that, but that's where I'm at, and I'm enjoying it for now. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. And and I guess the reason why we ask is because, like, you, because you don't have kids. Like, I know, like, how much one-on-one time do you get with Eric with the kids? Like, I mean, okay, here, granted, we live in a small apartment, so it's like, there is no fucking alone time period there. (laughs) Like, we're literally together, all of us. The uh, the only time we're not is when Eric's at work and when Eric runs errands or when he's downstairs in the basement. Like, me, I'm stuck with there all the time, you know. So right now it's just yeah, all four of us, one big happy freaking family. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, and then no, ladies, I'm gonna have to call it uh, a day because we really chatted for quite some time. <laughs> Had a lot of fun today. Thank you so much, Lily, for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. It's nice being able to talk, have an adult conversation with you when I just thought of you as a little kid. A little crying a baby little crying in the car. Stressing your mom out. Yeah. Stressing your poor mother out. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you so much for joining us and hope you join us again. This, was, sure. this was fun. All right. Hasta la próxima. Until Ladies. next time. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Happy New Year. Media Production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Café con Canela Podcast and Facebook at ONT Media. Catch us on Wednesday mornings. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Hasta luego. Bye.